Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I'm your host, Chase Collins, and happy Monday. We're right in the middle of February, second month of the year, shortest month of the year, and we are getting into it. I hope you all are excited for another episode of the Improved Podcast. We have a great podcast you all for you all. It's actually an update to one of our um, short films that I wrote that's actually in production right now. We're talking with the lead producer. We collaborated um, on the story. I wrote the script and he's sort of producing and helping with you know direction and everything like that. Um, but it's definitely his, his baby. Um, and I He's been so gracious to, you know, sort of document the process of creating this short film. So I've been capturing that on this podcast, and this is an update right now. He is right in the middle of producing the film. Like, they're actively filming, they're actively shooting, and it is great to hear him in this sort of tired state. He is absolutely exhausted during the shooting of this podcast, but he's a trooper. He sticks it out for another great one. We get some awesome lessons learned and stuff like that. And he provides some really good insights for, you know, an indie filmmaker producing their films. If you want to jump around, there are time codes in the description. If you want to get to the good meaty bits of the podcast or whatever you're interested in, just feel free to jump around and you can do that. Um, I hope you all set your goals for this week and accomplish those goals that you set for last week. If you want to hear about my goals, stick around to the end and I'll be chatting it up about that when I recap the podcast for the outro. Um, but I think that might be about everything from me. So I will talk to you all later. Enjoy this podcast and peace out. <laughs> Improved Podcast. Improved Podcast. Improved Podcast. But yeah, man, it's been a minute. Um, so I guess let me do a quick recap of where we were. Um, so we, I had turned in like the finished script and everything like that, and you had made some notes, um, sort of integrated it into like this third sort of like shooting script. And now um, you're entering into, or you're entering in pre-production, getting all your actors lined up and shot locations and um, directors and cinematographers and all of that jazz. And now. It sounds like you're deep into production. Yeah, yeah. We're very, very much into production. But basically what happened was my class was structured in a way so that we'd start filming in like late December, early January, and we'd only have like two months to shoot. Um, but like I started working with people who were <laughs> sorry about that. I started working with people who were like study abroads which made it so that way people were leaving at December 20th. So I was like, okay, we're just going to shoot now. I mean, I, I didn't think there was any more planning that needed to be done. In hindsight, probably yes. But for now, I was just like, okay, we're fine. We can just start shooting. Uh, we need to. Uh, and so far, it's it's going really well, actually. Um, there's so much to say. <laughs> I guess I'll let you lead the way with this because, I, like I said, yeah, there's just – I mean, I'm I'm a different person. <laughs> like, I feel really? Like aged, yeah, I feel like I've aged like two years. Like, I was like, I keep saying that. It's just, it's been crazy. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so in what ways do you think you've changed? I guess it seems. I don't know. From like an outside looking in, you know, I'm in the um, group chat and I'm I'm seeing you hustling. Like you're posting updates. You have some stills and everything. 
And then also like your shooting schedule and just locking all of that down. It seems like you're really stepping into that producer role. Yeah. Um, so I guess like in, in terms of like how I, I, I wouldn't say, I, okay, I did say that I feel like I've changed, but it's more like just I feel like I've had such a more appreciation for like the filmmaking process and like how much people you need and like just how much planning goes into it. I mean, it's just so crazy. Like you, you see the schedule and you see everything that I posted in the group chat and the sales and everything. And it looks like we're, we're, you know, everything's on track and everything's like flawless, but that's just not how it goes. You know, like, so, I mean, I probably talked to you last time before we even shot our, our first scene, which was actually the finale. But when we shot that, we actually didn't have our main character yet. Right. So <laughs> it was like, just moments like this just keep happening and you know you saw me also stressing about like finding a location for the office which I think we found but it took like you know me seeing the layout of people's like you know apartments and everything and be like okay I think this works and it was just like it was like that basically the whole way like nothing was ever really like set in stone until it was like the week of or something like that like we even recast Rodrigo uh like uh, two nights ago three nights ago as we were filming scene 11, you know, which is like the confrontation scene, you know, so it's like, because she was there and the original actor for Rodrigo wasn't there. And, you know, it just like kind of worked out that way, but that's like how this whole filmmaking process has gone. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. But like one thing I would say for people who might be interested in like making movies is like, don't get too tied into like one thing, you know, one location, one actor, anything like that. Like, you know, sometimes like the best things that you're looking for are like just right there and you just like haven't asked the right person or you haven't really thought about it um i mean so many of so much of this film has just been me like finding people through people and and me like just going to like a place that's a friend's apartment and being like this is this is it (laughs) you know so yeah yeah we're we're definitely (laughs) i'm i'm trying to like figure out how to like actually talk to you about this because it's been so much of like me talking to people and like kind of venting about this process. Cause like, it is a very like, like difficult process, you know, and we have so many people working so hard on this film and like a lot of them, I mean, none of them are getting paid, you know, right now we don't really have a budget, mm-hmm. like all the budget's going to props, you know? Sure. Yeah. Everyone's just like working so hard and it's just fascinating to see how this idea has kind of taken on a life of its own. Um, I think people still see it as like my project, but I, I think at some point they they might detach that from me and and be able to actually see it as something that they worked on, and that might come when the film is finished and their name is in the credits. I don't know, but I mean I have some some serious like help with this film. I couldn't have done this like you know in the way that I had envisioned it before. I mean I've just like learned so much, and and as we're filming, I'm like learning more about how to make scenes more efficient and everything like that, but you know, it's all learning process. And I, I, I think like, I was really like excited about this and I was really like, oh man, I gotta like, I got all these ideas and I'm just so ready for it. But I think after this, I'm going to take like a huge break from filmmaking and just focus more on like something that's something that doesn't require cameras, (laughs) (laughs) you know, something that is like live action with schedules and stuff. And I can just like focus more on like the creative aspects. So Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly like a laborious process. And I think being agile, like being flexible, not 
being right. locked into any one idea has really like aided you. And that can certainly like be a, um, you know, a hindrance for folks who are like perfectionists really looking to like, no, it must be exactly in this way. But as yeah. soon as you start like widening that aperture and seeing, okay, well, we have a little bit more room for flexibility here. Like um, I think the example you brought up with uh, recasting Rodrigo as a, um, a girl, like gender swapping her or him, whatever the character, <laughs> um, it's, uh, it allows you to, you know, take the character in a different direction than like either of us had really originally envisioned. And then, um, and that just came up because of circumstances like, oh, you're here, like, let's shoot you in this uh, scene. And I think that is really awesome. Yeah. You know, it'll definitely impact the final product of the film and probably in, for the better. So I'm excited for that. that those types of changes are fun. And that was from like a screenwriting perspective. I've like any project I'm working on, I'm always writing it, understanding that I'm like the first step. You know, I just get words on a paper and, you know, do some scene outlines and descriptions and, you know, dialogue. But then, like from there, like I know there's a director, there's a cinematographer, there's producers, there's actors involved yeah. who are going to reinterpret what's written on the page and, you know, take it and put certain inflections that'll change the nuances of whatever yeah. dialogue that's there and really turn it into something greater. And so it's, yeah, I'm, I feel very much like a piece of a much larger whole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're going to see that much larger hole in a while from now. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm going to keep updating the group chat with like screenshots and stuff, but I mean, really like this is only half of the battle, you know, like editing is going to be a, another thing because you know, I mean, partially the way that I decided to record the audio, like I didn't actually have a clapboard. Um, I didn't rent one. I didn't borrow one from the school, you know, like I probably should have, but I don't think there was any available. Um, and also there's just the fact that like, this is just one of those things where you don't think it's that important. And then you actually have to go into the editing process and you realize how important it is. And it's like, it's, it's just been such a huge learning experience. I mean, honestly, I feel like after this, I'm going to be ready to, to take on any project. Um, but I definitely don't see myself doing this like again for a minute. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I want to sound more excited about it. Um, it's just been so stressful. I mean, and not, not even stressful. It's just been a lot. Like I'm just exhausted, you know, like I haven't yeah. really slept very well i haven't really been taking care of myself like i've just been like on red bulls and uh, you know like yeah just, uh, going home charging cameras emptying cameras and going out shooting again <laughs> right you need a, a runner isn't that what that person's called someone who runs sd cards back and forth oh my god yeah yeah no i mean honestly <laughs> there's yeah yeah there's so many things that we could actually do better yeah. Um, I think for the amount of people that we are, like, it's going to go really well. It's going to go really well. I'm already envisioning the editing, like, right now as I'm filming, and, like, I'm just so excited. And I even, like, started marking up the, the script you sent me. Um, I, I, I added a new one. Like, I duplicated it, and, like, I just marked it up with, like, okay, here are B-rolls. Here's something that would be interesting. Uh -huh. Here's a uh, shot on GoPro. Here's, you know, things that we already, recovered, like, covered. And, and, yeah, so, I mean, I think there's still room to change from the script uh, things that we don't, we don't even need to necessarily write down. Um, I'm not sure like what, what that would be yet. Um, but I, like, as I was just basically filming scene 
not scene 10, but like basically I thought it would be cool to have like some more uh, intercut shots of like the motorcycle and the guy who's on it, um, you know, who's supposed to be Dax. Uh, I thought it'd be good to like get some extra scenes of that. So I just went out for the first time on a motorcycle and it was like crazy and, and fun. And I felt like I was going to fall off, but like yeah. doing that, I realized like hmm, there's something that we might be able to do with this uh, in a, in a more like narrative sense to just like play things up. Like maybe, you know, we have a GoPro, so maybe like we put the GoPro on him and, and it's like, he, it's like Dax having a conversation with Lacey. So that way we can have that like happen, you know, as he's going to the location instead of, you know, on the phone or whatever. Like, there's just like things like that. Mm-hmm. We still have room to change. I mean, even like I was thinking of like the world building sense, you know, I haven't filmed any like city stuff yet. Uh, you know, I still have to do that. And I was thinking like, maybe I could even change like the whole context of, of the world around. Like, there's just so many like things that you can, you can do after you've started filming or like, you know, in the middle of filming and you kind of have to make like those decisions. Um, I don't know. It's like, it's taken on a life of its own. It really has. And it's taken over my life too. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I, I think that this is going to be like really cool. I'm, I'm really, really excited. Um, we have a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff to work with, which is like better than being on the other side, you know? And because of all the planning, because of like everything that we've, we've all put into it. I mean, it's just going to come out like so much different than something which is like rushed or, or just done like with less effort, you know? Um, yeah. I definitely think this is a project that someone like me is, needs to be in charge of, like needs to be making. I don't think that the job that I've like taken on is, is for everybody. Definitely not. Um, but I'm like, I, I'm glad I have such like a good team working with me. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. You've found like a, um, like a, a role that you are good at and are able to do and all that planning is yeah definitely already being dividend it's going to continue to do that like as you get into the, you know you even messaged me today talking about uh doing oh yeah we might reshoot this scene and it's like yeah if you were down to the wire you wouldn't have time to reshoot anything like mm-hmm. you would just have to go with the shots you got but because you're so early in the process or you started so early before the deadline you have time to go back and do that stuff but i, I kind of want to go back up a little bit and talk sure. through where you are right now in the um, production process. So mm-hmm. you sent me <laughs> like a shot list of scenes that you filmed. And I mm-hmm. guess maybe just walk me through like which scenes you decided to shoot first and maybe why or um, and like, I don't know, just that whole process of being, how is it with the actors? Like, what is the direction like? I don't know. Walk me okay. through. I want to feel like I'm there. <laughs> okay, so we started shooting, um, yeah, our, our finale scene, and the reason that we did that was because we didn't have our main actor. So I mean, that just like made sense, and I kind of figured. And is that like, is that Dax or is that he, Lacey? No, that's Dax. That's Dax. He's okay. like basically on the motorcycle driving out to the outskirts and of the city, and then you see like this new cyberpunk city that's been developed. Um, so like we decided to film those first um yeah the reason was because we didn't have a dax yet at that point uh and i was still kind of scrambling for who i was going to pick because basically my cousin uh, my friend my my friend kareem i think i might have mentioned him on this podcast i'm not sure but uh he was basically his cousin was going to play dax because he like fit the role perfectly Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and he's Italian and we're filming in Italy. So it like adds like a bit of like cultural significance and, you know, it's like a very like interesting idea. And I, I really wanted this character. Like I knew that I wanted him to play Dax basically months before we did any shooting. So I was like, you know, trying to hit him up and from what it sounded like, he actually knows how to drive a motorcycle and everything. And he like looked the part, he kind of seemed like it. Um, but then like we had a few meetings and he just like wouldn't show up on time and everything like that. And I was like, okay, well, we obviously can't go with him. I mean, there's no way. Um, and then my friend, uh, Kareem, he wanted to be Dax because he felt, you know, drawn to the character and the idea of like the underdog and everything like that. So I was a bit indifferent. I was like, ah, I don't really know how I feel about that. And like casting is actually really important in a film, you know, mm. um, it's, it's like almost as important as any other part in, in making a movie. Casting is so important. And literally, like, um, the assistant director that we have, she, like, just came up with this guy out of the blue, <laughs> you know? And, like, he was the perfect fit. Uh, and I saw his audition and everything, and I was just like, there's no, there's no one else for this. Um, yeah, I mean, so that was kind of, like, it's kind of like down to the wire like every every shoot has been you know every every moment has been so we started off with the apartment scenes because basically like i said we i realized we have only until december 20th with most of people on this uh project so then we just started doing like the easier ones until we found actually our location for the office turns out the office location is actually just as easy as any other one but the problem is i like actually wanted an office building so i so i like reached out to like so many people um i must have sent out like 30 40 emails you know to different wow. like office buildings in, in this neighborhood that you know i was just filming in um and i heard back from a few of them heard back from some that were asking for too much money you know it, it was just like a variety of things yeah. um but essentially you kind of have to just work with what you have you know when when it comes to like filming these scenes and the good thing about spending so much time in pre-production is that when it comes time to actually shoot like you know the structure of all these scenes and you know how much work and how much money is going to go into any scene so it makes it easier to like plan around those um yeah i mean honestly like i said like i can't stress this enough like it really has taken on a life of its own and it's like worked out in its own kind of way so yeah um sorry i'm just like so exhausted i i, <laughs> I didn't realize how exhausted i was until just this moment <laughs> no no you're good man i i feel um like i think it's totally warranted like you're at your state like i get it dude you're in the middle of producing um this film and you're taking the time to talk to me and talk to the listeners about this um project and so what uh in what way has it like taken on a life of its own is it just like those changes that are happening sort of on the fly or is it like just going i don't know yeah so well okay so i i do keep saying that but like so the first there's a fact that like it these changes are happening on the fly and everything is kind of fitting into place in this strange way like i've never expected like for example us having like a perfect rodrigo there you know who's just showing up like with, uh, as a, like a friend of the crew, like wanted to be a production assistant, wanted to help out. Um, and then she just happened to be perfect for this, for this character, which was also a conversation we had like before. Um, but it's just moments like that for one thing. For another thing, if I were to show you the list for like B-roll and like reshoots and like all this stuff, like you would actually realize like just 
specifically how much needs to be adjusted like after you got in the script and after even after you've like planned your your shots and everything like that and you've decided okay this is what we're gonna do here like still things end up changing it and you're like you're 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 working with it and you're like looking back at the footage and you're like oh wow this would actually be really cool if we added this in, in this moment and so like when you do that you know when you assemble like a list and then you're like okay this is everything and then you go shoot and then you find out there's more that you can add to the list it ends up being this thing of like how much can I film? Like, how much can I shoot? How much can I add to this? Um, and I think it's important to like keep that main direction, which is something I'm definitely going to try to do. Um, but like, I feel like the the more footage that I'm going to get, like the the more the additional scenes that I want to get, um, they're not going to do anything but really help sell the story. You know, because it's like if I were to just shoot everything on the script, uh, maybe certain things wouldn't line up or whatever. Um, the, the film would be fine and it would be good and, and it would work. Um, but in adding like those extra stuff, you can really like just build the world better. You can like, you know, t uh, tell the story of the characters better. You can just add more details like, okay, so I'll give you an example. This is something I hadn't really thought about. This is something I've been telling people cause I'm really excited about it. Um, so there's a POV shot where, you know, we have, uh, Jim and Lacey. Right. And I realized like, okay, that's cool if we film that on GoPro because it kind of looks like the human eye or whatever. Uh, if we let en enough light into there, it won't look too bad. Like, it might actually work for the film. Uh, and then, you know, I, I thought, like, okay, well, what if we have, like, you know, we, we, we CG in some cameras on the ceiling in, in Dax's apartment. So it kind of looks like maybe this is, like, this government system that's been, like, all based on surveillance. So it's kind of like our reality, but it's a bit you know, turn, it's like a bit, uh, a parallel universe. And then, okay, so what if we have like a shot of a camera in Dax's apartment? And then what if we have like, um, a POV shot of Dax, like on his way to, you know, the, um, the on his way out of the corporate building. And now he's like running and he's going to go to the warehouse. And so we have a POV of like him, you know, on the bike, like leaving the warehouse, leaving towards the warehouse. And then we have like, essentially, it's like all these like POV shots from the GoPro, but they all like work to serve as like, you know, it's Lacey. And then when we have that moment where he like rips the blanket off of Lacey who's in the, the warehouse, you know, uh, we see the first shot is like POV and then it cuts to like the other angles. So in that way, it, like cements, you know, it's like, okay, we've been seeing these POV shots. We're not really sure like what they serve. And then at the final moment where he rips the blanket off and you see the POV, then you learn, oh, it's like been Lacey watching him this entire time. Like not only is she interacting with him over the phone, not only is she like messing with him, like sending him videos and stuff like that. You know, we also can see physically like it works as a narrative device. And like those kinds of changes like keep happening. Um, and it's like, I'm trying to figure out like, how do I not bite off more than I can chew and like tell as much of like an expansive story in like 15, 20 minutes um, as possible. And, and honestly, just make it like halfway between like student film and cinematic. Like that's kind of what I'm looking yeah. for. I'm looking for that, that perfect like point where it's like, you know, you can tell like, okay, maybe they didn't have enough time to shoot. You can tell maybe they didn't have all the locations they wanted. Maybe they didn't have all the actors they wanted, but you can also tell that they really like put a lot into, you know, making sure that the story works on, on all levels, you know, yeah. um, all levels possible. So, I mean, that's kind of like, that's kind of what I mean when I say that. Um, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I think that's a, a great idea. Like the, uh, just like adding in those layers and the theming, um, 
that are all involved and like you know turning it into like a techno state type of world because it's supposed to be sort of like near future right it's not exactly set present day um so i think that really adds a lot um i'm i'm really excited those scenes um with lacy and jim i really had a lot of fun like figuring out like went while writing like which ones could add just enough to you know build this relationship between this father and daughter figure but also allow there to be some like nuance to it where it almost makes the viewer a little bit uneasy and like whoa wait what's actually going on here like who's you know that unreliable narrator that we keep playing around with like what's actually who's the good guy here and who's actually telling the truth and then it you know it's sort of the revelation at the end it's like uh oh <laughs> we maybe made a big mistake <laughs> <laughs> no exactly i mean that that revelation is so like powerful i think because this whole time you see like this character swept into the story and you know he's obviously like you know, like kind of dirty like he like has all these like things going on and we're not really sure like you know what his deal is and then you have that moment in the office where it's like you know he's kind of confronted with himself and it's like you know how much of a of like a person that's like just on the fringes of society how much how much of that is he like you know is he someone that we can trust and you know he's also siding with this person who views this creation this you know very obviously like inhuman thing you know more than he trusts trusts other people like how reliable are these people you know and then the whole story is structured as him like birthing this life and, and you know in the end you, you just see like the aftermath and, and you have to wonder like you know what 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 like who is the unreliable narrator is it the fact that like at the end we see that this catastrophe has happened or is it that throughout the story we're, we're being told that you know this catastrophe is going to happen like maybe it's actually a good thing for humanity um sorry about all that noise <laughs> but, um, um yeah <laughs> yeah so sorry. I, so sorry. Yeah. No, you're good, man. I think that was great. Um, the something that's like really fun, um, and it, like if we did turn this into like a full feature length screenplay, right. I would really love to like play with the idea of Lacey's motivation. And you know, we only have one scene with Lacey and Jim. I mean, it's sort of like a montage or like a sequence mm-hmm. of Lacey and Jim interacting with each other and. I would love to like build that up, build that out, and flesh that relationship out, and really figure out what's Jim motive, what's Jim's motivation, what's Lacey's motivation, and what does she learn from, um, you know, her father figure. And then, right. as that is like the one part of the film or the script at the end that felt like a little bit of a leap in logic, right? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you're telling us this, but I didn't get that when watching it um, or when reading it. The f- um the first time or whatever and that's something i think we could have fleshed out a little bit more in the if it was a feature length of course like we don't have time for you know uh all of it but it's i think even in like adding in those layers of um you know the you know just adding in those layers with whether it's b-roll or like voiceover you're able to sort of assist with that um to help the viewer like clue in on certain details yeah yeah um yeah man i mean yeah that's no that's good that's good i'm I'm sorry i'm just thinking like there's so much that i want to say but i've honestly been like 
so wrapped up in this movie for so long. And we have essentially one more really stressful week. So I'm going to be on, on all of these shoots, but people, you know, even our cinematographer sometimes like is there, sometimes isn't. Um, mm-hmm. But we're shooting Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday pickup shots with Dax. So it's like a whole five day, five days after tomorrow, you know, and after that I'll get some rest for like maybe two days or something and then get back on to like filming. I mean, literally my plan is to pick up my camera, pick up my tripod, go to different parts of the city and just like make it look cinematic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I think at that point I'll feel a lot better and I'll be much more like ready to talk about this. But, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to like be wrapped up in this process and, and like know what angle to attack it from. Cause it's so all investing. Um, I will show you my favorite thing though. Um, oh, please. The props. <laughs> oh, let me see him. This is a uh, this is Dax's helmet. <laughs> nice, um, looks good. Yeah, I've spent a I spent a good bit on props, and honestly, it's just like it's cool. You know, it's cool because it's like a physical like the film is just better because of props. You know, and and it's better because of like all the elements baked in. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm talking to you partially as like how I imagine it's going to turn out. You know, I'm talking to you like as if the film is completed because in my mind it's completed. In my mind it's completed, but we're just talking about it like in the past right now, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I might even be a bit vague and that's, that might be on me. But definitely like after we film most of our scenes, like after after this week, like I'll have so much more to talk about and, you know, I know that we always have really good conversations and this is, um, this is a cool thing that you have going on. I mean, honestly, like I, I really like that you have a podcast and you've been, you know, working on it and keeping, keeping steady with it and having a new like conversation every week. Like that's really cool too. And I'm sure that's also like kind of a, kind of a thing. And I'm sure you have a variety of like interactions. Sometimes it's probably just you listening. Sometimes it's more of like a dialogue, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super glad that you're you're doing this also just for me because I definitely need to like record this and remember this. I mean, I'm probably gonna look back at how exhausted I was in this and just be like, damn, <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. yeah, 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 man. You're on those night shoots, right? Because mm-hmm. all these scenes are at night. Yeah, I feel so bad about that though. Like, literally the other day we we filmed until three a.m. and the reason we filmed until 3 a.m. was because one of the actors like just kind of didn't have the script in their head and was also kind of exhausted. So yeah, yeah. it took us like a lot to, to get through that. And then, um, you know, I mean, the plan was to shoot until 10 p.m. Uh, or to shoot until midnight and call it because we start at 7. Um, but then we showed up and I don't know. I don't know. It was like it was like a, a number of issues. I think we also had to like walk through the scene you know it had i more time to plan i probably would have planned rehearsals mm. but we kind of just ended up doing like rehearsals during on the day of shooting yeah no so, um but luckily the toughest scene that we have which is scene eight i think that one's this week so after like i said after this <laughs> i'm gonna keep coming back to that i'm so sorry man i'm so no, sorry you're good but um but yeah, like we're we're doing night shoots, so we start at seven. Um, that way, we can shoot during the week, and like most of the actors and crew can make it. You know, yeah. we start at seven, and then we we finish usually at around midnight, a little bit later maybe. 
um, so I mean, people are working full hour shifts, you know, like full full shifts, like six hours a night or or whatever, and they're all just like bringing bringing everything they can, and and you know, they're all just like working so hard. I'm honestly like just in so much debt to these people. Like, even if I make an amazing film, and you know, for whatever reason, this does so so good, um, I'm still gonna owe them. You know, <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone, everyone who's worked with me has made this film possible. Like, it's so insane the amount of responsibility that's on. So then, that's on all these people. Like, I mean, what if we were to do this film and then for some reason we couldn't get any locations? You know, and it's like part of the reasons we have locations is because of the people I know. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that man. Yeah, dude, that's busy, and it, I think it, it it goes to show like how. Re- like man that's something i've i don't know if i've talked about it on the podcast actually but well maybe i have i think i might have talked about it with you but being that beacon like everybody wants to network and reach out to people that they can work right. with and um leverage to their advantage not in a negative yeah. way but just work with people but sometimes it takes being that person that people want to work with and you know standing up your own islands and standing up your own um you know, infrastructure and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think you've really done that. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible to witness actually. And I, I don't, I don't think I've uh, commended you enough on like the journey you've been on. Cause I, you know, we started talking in over the summer when this was really, oh my God, um, that's right. Over the summer, dude, do you still have that first script that you sent me? I have the treatment. Yeah. It wasn't a full script. It was a treatment. Was it a treatment? Um, okay. Yeah, it was like I want you to send me that again because like that is so different from what we ended up with. Yeah, it's radically different. And I was thinking about like if we were to turn this into a movie, I would want to like go back a little bit and see what we can pull from that original treatment because there's a lot of like nuggets of like goodness I think that really add to the to the story. And of course, like it would have to change, but there's there's a lot of stuff that I really liked in there. And then we decided to go in like a different direction, which I think was full for the better for this film. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. I like the changes we've made have been um, really good for I think Jim telling was this story. More fleshed out character in the original one. Jim was like, yeah. 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 Like I remember like we, we got the first script and then I was like overwhelmed by stuff in my life. And I was like, I'm not making the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then you were like, okay, well, I'm going to go make it then. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, okay, we're making the movie again. And then we came out with a fucking banger of a script. I mean, honestly, I showed um, one of these guys who's working with us. He's you know, always talking about his experience in Hollywood and stuff like that. And he was like, you know, of all the, you know, senior, of all the um, student films I've worked with, like, this has the best scripts, like, hands down, you know. So I was just like, dude, I got to tell Chase that. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, no way, man. That's so yeah. kind of him. Yeah, people really I, like the story. People really like the script. And I think like I think so far we're, we are doing it justice for, for our limited budget. Yeah. That's really cool, man. I was going <laughs> to be a, a giant dork, and I was going to, after the, we recorded, I was going to say, like, hey, man, so what do people think of this part, or of the, of the script? Like, people what do the actors awesome. think? Like, what do the producers think? So I'm glad that it's been received well. Um, yeah. That's really cool. That's I'm also recording new interviews of, of the actors like talking about their thing. Cause like I told you, like I kind of want to do a big old like production 
BTS. BTS, like, you know, documentary kind of thing. Because it's yeah. like, well, we're going to have enough footage. We're going to have enough footage of, of um, you know, the actors getting into character and, like, learning how to actually find the character within themselves. Like, literal, like, footage of them finding the character, you know, yeah. and, and footage of, you know, just, like, all the shoots and all the, like, fuckery and everything that went into it. And, I mean, honestly, it's like... <laughs> I mean, okay, so here's here's why I'm an insane person, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm starting to get my energy back. Here's why yeah. I'm, here's why I'm an insane person. So not only do I want to like you know spend another like month or so shooting like B-roll and stuff like that to just like set the scene better. Not only do mm-hmm. I want to spend the next like six months editing this thing and and making it into something that's actually worth watching. Not only do I want to also go back to you know doing my 3D art once I'm done filming and doing you know all this other stuff. Not only do I want to pick up and start a new project as soon as I'm done with this, I also want to make a documentary about the process of making this. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm also the first to bitch and moan about how tired I am. <laughs> <laughs> so this Dude, is why I love it, man. And why you should always listen to listen to um, uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's what it takes, though. Like you have to be a little bit. A little bit crazy in order to get projects like this done and man i I say don't stop like keep it up do you love it though like are you enjoying this every step of the way oh yeah i mean that was like the thing like i was thinking on my way here i was like okay don't talk about how exhausted you are don't don't vent about the film the film is fun we're having a good time we enjoy the film we don't have any problems with it we love doing this it's just that we're physically tired and that's it that's all that it is you know and physical tired kind of translate to mental tired, which is why I'm so glad that I have an assistant director. I'm glad I have, like, cinematographers. It's not just me doing this. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, I love the fact that I, I was, like, literally thinking, because, you know, my thing is, like, you know, I, like, I told you I wanted to do some digital art, so I want to get into, like, sculpting, like, people, but, like, also, you know, the whole reason that I want to do art is because it's, like, I feel like it's a good way of expressing myself, because I'm not very good with my words. Um and I feel like it's a way of like expressing the things that I'm truly feeling, which anyone can take away anything that they want from it. And when it comes to digital art, like uh, 3D art, like sculpting, everything like that, um, I feel like that's a space where you can just go crazy with it. Like there are no boundaries. And so I really want to do like people that are mixed with like, you know, creatures and, and kind of like uh, ex- ex- let them express themselves like physically and also like emotionally in a certain way. And like, as I was like, you know, working on this film today, I was like thinking about how excited I am to get back to that. You know, it's been so long and I'm just like so excited. Um, I don't think I have an off switch. I think I drive myself into the ground and then I crash and then I spend three days depressed and then I get back to it. So yeah. I guess I do love it in some way. And I might be a little bit obsessed, honestly. Dude, it, it takes that type of person though. That's, you know, yeah. like, and I think that's really great. And I, that's something I've learned about myself is like mm-hmm. getting obsessed and, you know, wanting to see things through to the finish line. That's yeah something I f- have been frustrated with, not other people, but like mm-hmm. myself, I guess, is just like starting projects and not finishing them or like having yeah. ideas and never following through. Yeah. And that's some, I told myself, oh man, I bring this quote up a lot, but um, mm-hmm. I listened to this biography by uh, Walt or about Walt Disney and there's a line that stuck out to me and he was talking about, you know, the creation of Disneyland in California. And he was, he mentioned like, 
the success of this project will depend on its completeness. Mm. And that really stuck with me. Um, and it's one of the, it's like in my bio on Instagram and everything like that. It's just something that really like, this will not be a success unless I see it through all the way to the end. And yeah. whether that's a script or a film or this podcast, it's like, I'm going to give it my fair shot at doing this thing. Mm. Um, until I decide like, okay, this is enough. I've given it all that I can. And, yeah, I think it's complete now. I so, think that mentality is like, uh, I'm so glad that this is required for my school because if it wasn't, I probably, I don't know, maybe wouldn't try so hard or, or maybe I wouldn't be so motivated to start in the first place, you know, but I have been looking for an opportunity to really like create a project and, and have a finished product. Like, I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, I've spent years doing all these things and I, I don't want to say I have nothing to show for, but it's just like, it's hard to display any kind of like portfolio or anything like that because I do happen to like get into new projects and get really excited about them and then not finish them. But with this, I feel like this is like really like a, a debut for me. This is going to be like a transition into a new age. Cause it's like, after I'm done with this, like, you know, I want to take on like other projects, you know, maybe have a bigger team. So it's not all, all on me, but like I want to do other things. And I, I do feel like, I do see this being complete and being complete in the way that I envision it. It just is going to take a lot of work. And I, I mean, like one thing that I've, I've told some people about and some people have told me is like, you know, it's kind of like I, right now I have a choice. I don't really have a choice. You know, it's like I could give up and, and say I'm tired. I don't want to do it. And then just not have it finished and then not graduate and whatever and hate myself forever. Or I could just show up one more week, you know, <laughs> show up one more week get the footage I need and then I take a nap for two days, three days, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's so much better. I think I would I, like, and I, I'm going to try to bring that mentality into everything, you know, cause it's like, I mean, why shouldn't you complete things? You know, why, why shouldn't you go that extra mile? Like just to, just to get the result that you want, especially if it's something that's so special and so important to you. I mean, this is super important to me and you know, I, I've worked with people so far in this film who have a, degree of like ego to them or like experience so they think that they're better than everyone else there and like those people are uncomfortable to work with right but yeah. you know it's kind of like i've removed myself i keep saying this so i don't know if it's true anymore but like i've removed myself from from the identity of this project i'm more invested in seeing it through and like seeing it like that's that's also what i mean when i say like it's taken on taken on a life of its own like i'm, I'm more interested in seeing where it real where it reaches and and where it goes, um, then myself, like, I feel like it's, it's detached from me. I don't even see myself in this project anymore. When I was first making it, I was like, so invested in like, you know, oh, this is like my senior film. Like, this is my first film. Like, if I never get to make another film, let me make sure my film is like about all the things that I want to say at once, you know, mm -hmm. and now I like, like, I, I'm not even in this project. There's, there's no me in there. I'm not even in a cameo or anything, which I'm trying to actually get myself into one. But, like, you know, like, I'm not, like, in this project. It's, it's like, pretty much completely about um, the idea itself. I care about the idea so much. And I care about telling the story more than anything, like, happening right now. Like, I'm not even really doing my classes anymore. I'm just, like, so invested in this story. Um, and, and you don't need to worry about that because like my classes are structured in a way that I don't have to care about them right now. So it's fine. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I just like, I don't know. I can't, I can't envision a reality in which I do give up and say, I'm tired. I don't want to get these extra shots. Like I literally looked at my like list of like, I can count it for you right now. Uh, it won't 
take too long. Um, but I literally, can you still hear me? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I switch pages on Discord for some reason. It like stops responding. Uh, I just like worry about that. Uh, I'm going to show you right now. So for Dawn, which it's so cool. I love the title too. <laughs> okay. So for Dawn, we have, oh my God, I have not counted this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30 extra B-roll shots. Not filmed wow. yet. Yeah. Some of them are for scenes that we have filmed, you know? And it's like, I <laughs> and in no way am I like discouraged or like, I, I can't do this. This is too much. I do think I bit off more than I can chew. But like at no point am I just like, you know, I would rather not do it, you know? So it's really cool. It's really cool that like the, the school made me do this shit. It's really cool that the school brought this out of me. Um, it's unfortunate that they won't help me more. It's kind of been all on me to do this and to plan it out and everything. But for the most part, it, it is it is really cool that I was like, I was held responsible for something like this for, for my own project, you know? It's like, how often do we, do we, how often are we held, uh, you know, accountable for our own stuff? It's like, not very often, you know, it's like usually someone else is usually directed by someone else, usually created by someone else, but this is like my creation, you know, and I feel, I feel like so responsible for making sure that the story gets told. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I, there's a lot to unpack there, but there's so much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's so much goodness in those life lessons too. Um, you know, I'm a big, and it's it's a matter of growing up too. Like, I was not this way. Like, I you know wouldn't have gra I wouldn't have gone to school unless my parents required that of me, or and I wouldn't have passed my classes unless I knew there was a grade associated with it, or a graduation, or a diploma tagged to it. But once you you know enter into like adulthood, into the professional world you start realizing these things that you're doing or the things that you did, they weren't, you weren't doing them because they were required of you. You were doing them because your parents knew they were good for you. And that's why they required you to do them. And then when you grow up and now you don't have a parent to tell you what to do, now you start doing things because you know that they're good for you. And, mm -hmm. and you hold yourself accountable because you know that's what's best at the end of the day. And those you know, there's a ton of life lessons that I think you've learned in like the past, you know, month of production that you've been through right now, maybe a month and a half. Yeah. And that's, they're all gold that are going to translate to the next project. And you're going to be able to carry that um, motivation or like grit um, into the future. And it's going to be really, it's going to serve you like well past this project. And that's probably one of the motivations behind your film school, like being a little bit more hands-off and like letting you live and die by your own laurels, mm -hmm. so to mm -hmm. speak. Um, so it's interesting. It's really cool. Like hearing you going, you're going through it right now. Like I've been having um, on the podcast that's going out tomorrow. Actually. Um, I talk with my cousin who's a little bit older than you. He's two years younger than me. And I guess you're like maybe three years younger than him. Um, and he's, uh, you just went through that, I guess. Um, mm. So it's interesting to hear you who's going through it right now and then him who's like had a few years removed and he's working through that 
also so it's it's cool um and it's inspiring man it's really good stuff no it is it is good stuff and you know i'm also just very excited to see what i sound like you know looking back on this i'm kind of excited about that um but yeah i mean how how often do we get such a genuine view of our of ourselves and you know i mean i do want to say like as this is this started off like a really high pressure like environment for me um i worked with people and i've like literally had people quit like you know i've literally had people like reject reject the responsibility you know and it's like because i was so i was so like ready to like push anything you know to to get to make this thing happen you know i was so ready to push myself beyond my limits yeah it's that's that's what it's like man i mean i had to learn you know, I had to learn like, you know, just how to, how to approach things and how to like ask for favors and how to have people work on this and, and delegate a lot. And, you know, I've, I think I've like also worked with people so far who like want more or like want, like, you know, can take the responsibility and, and are ready to, to really like, just, just do this because they believe in the project. I mean, I think that this is going to be so much, so much more, you know, because I have people like that working with me, even, even though there are people who, who have been difficult or even though there are people who, you know, weren't up to the task really. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. We've, we've all learned so much. We've all learned so much. I mean, even, you know, our, our lead actor, he's doing a great job. You know, he's been working harder than I even expected. And had I gone with the original option, I wouldn't get nearly as much effort out of him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and this guy has never acted before. What is that about? Wow. You know, he's like doing a great job. He's like crushing it. You know, wow. that's what it's been like. That's what it's been like. It's like these like moments where it's just like, I mean, uh, like, uh, you know, I'm gushing right now. I'm like excited to see this all come together. And it's like, because everyone's worked so hard. I like, it makes me want to cry. Like I have such a good team with me. Um, and it's a shame that like I have people showing up and sometimes they just have like a bad attitude. Like, you know, I think halfway through, I realized I transitioned from like, this is like a pressure cooker and I'm just like ready to, you know, you know, I I migrated from that to like, I want to make a movie with friends, you know, and it's been like half and half. Like uh, today I was just on this guy's bike and I was just like filming footage for, for our scenes, you know, and it's just like, that was such a fun shoot and it was just me and, and our, our stunt double, right? And it's like sometimes it's going to be difficult. Sometimes it's going to be a vibe where it's just like making making meals in the kitchen while we're also filming in in the bedroom or whatever like that, you know. And it, it like shoots like that are really fun. And then you have shoots where people who are kind of difficult and those aren't as fun. But when those people leave, then it's just the people. It's like the people who are here like as a, like a friends, you know, making a movie. And it's it's really cool that like it's this kind of like duality where it's like it's not always fun and it's not always not fun, you know. And so I think like the variety really keeps it really keeps it interesting for all of us. Um, yeah. Next week is going to be without a doubt unfun. No one's going to be happy next week. But the good thing is, you know, it's not everybody who's working every day that week. You know, it's like our lead is going to be killing it. You know, for the next like week, whatever. But then he's then he's off. But I mean, honestly, he has like probably the probably one of the the biggest like loads uh, work 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 you know loads whatever of anyone um and he's doing a great job you know but yeah 
I mean, I don't know. It's 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 a cool experience. A lot lots of life lessons. Definitely lots of life lessons. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm really really excited to see this movie. Um, I, you know, I'm pretty removed from it, but getting these tech updates in the group chat and hearing you talk about it now, this has really gotten me extremely motivated. Um, I'm not even a part of it, but I'm just like, oh wow, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to share this project with, um all the people who are listening just to give some kudos a lot of um the folks who are listening to the podcast and know me personally they reach out and they're like oh man those screenwriting um podcast episodes those are really cool really exciting it's fun <laughs> to see like the behind the scenes development of a short film yeah. like nobody nobody gets to see that stuff like this is yeah. um you know pretty raw behind the scenes student it's film extremely you know. raw it's extremely raw um I need to have a bigger team. <laughs> that that <laughs> is what I'm going to say. I need to have more delegation, but you know, <laughs> it's a small shit. Yeah. yeah, man. Well, you're doing a good job at the helm, keeping it on course. Thank you. Uh, I'm Thank you. I'm really excited, but I think I think that might be the podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally cool. Yeah. Um, to all the listeners, I know that there is something in here that everyone can can gain from. Um, definitely, you know, if you're making a film plan it but also be ready to make changes um and you know try to try to try to be flexible but also try to have like a try to have a vision and and really love what you're doing i think that's the only reason that i i'm able to continue is just because i love it so much and i just like i need to see this through so yeah get obsessed <laughs> get crazy get obsessed. <laughs> podcast i hope you all got some neat interesting tidbits about you know producing films and what goes on behind the scenes of these you know filmmakers who are down in the trenches getting their hands dirty with all this filmmaking stuff and here i am from my uh i don't know throne just like talking to these people about oh man you guys are really working hard that's that's sick i'm just behind my keyboard typing away writing a story in my mind um uh, but no, I hope you all enjoyed that podcast. Um, it was great to record with Elijah. We have some more updates for you all that are coming um, later down the pipeline. Um, it's wild. This film really took on a life of its own, and it's you know we're well into uh, the middle of production, and soon we'll be in post and editing and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm excited for you all to get all of those updates and more with the rest of the Improved Podcast. I wanted to give you all an update on my goals for this week. So I'm still uh, slugging away at this screenplay, my current work in progress that I am working on um, slowly but surely. I'm, you know, I might make a switch up. I'm not, I'm not an announcing any changes to my goals. I'm going to stay steady, um, steady rocking on this goal of mine but we'll see we'll see um might make a change up for next week or something like that as it comes to my goals for this screenplay um but that's that's really all i have to um say today i hope you all um enjoy that podcast i do want to give a quick shout out to all of our 
musical themes. Shout out to Green Bean. He he creates all of those musical intros and outros, and they are phenomenal. Um, yes, yeah, shout out to him. He's been on the podcast a couple of times. You can check out those previous episodes on your podcast listening app of choice. Also, in that app, I don't know if you knew this, but you can leave a five star review, and you can share your um, share this podcast with your friends. That's how we how we grow as a as a podcast. But um, yeah, leaving a five star review. Would love that if you leave a five-star review. We actually read it out here live on the podcast. Let me jump to Apple Podcasts right now. Check if there's any reviews that I can read. Not a one. No more updates on the five-star reviews. Still sitting at a perfect rating, though, so nothing less than five stars. So that's, hey, I'll take it. That's that's pretty killer. Um, but no, I will um, catch you all later. Let me outro this thing. All right. Thank you all for leaving a five-star review. Thank you all for sharing. Thank you all for um, all of your feedback. If you want to shoot me an email with an update on your goals, uh, feel free to contact me at theimprovedpodcast at gmail.com, um, and I would love to hear about it. It would be great. If read it on the podcast, maybe share with the community what we're, what we're doing with each other's goals and stuff like that. Um, it would be great. Uh, but with that, I think that's about everything from me. So I will catch you all next week for another episode of the Improved Podcast. I hope you achieve your goals, and I will talk to you all later. Goodbye. Improved Podcast.